0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. I am your host, Isabel Prosper. Today, you'll hear me speaking with Vivian. She's a naturopath, a herbalist, and a fertility expert. She uses a holistic approach involving fertility awareness education, lifestyle modifications, healing foods, herbs, supplements, and mind-body programs. She does all this to help women get healthy, balance hormones, reset fertility, get pregnant, and give birth to a healthy, beautiful baby. I broke this episode into two parts. Now take a listen and hear part one, and remember to come back next week to hear the remainder of our conversation. Um, So Vivian, thank you for being my guest today. It's
1: my pleasure. Um, Where are you in the world? Oh, I'm based in London, the United Kingdom. Great.
0: And I'm guessing that you have uh, a network um, all over, like globally.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I do I do help women all over the world because it's all virtual. Um, but mm-hmm. I do, uh do some local clinics as well. Great. Yeah. So
0: t- you are are you are a naturopath, correct, right?
1: Yeah, a naturopath and also a herbalist. I'm in my final year of herbal medicine now, so um it's been amazing studying herbs and how um awesome they are really. Mm -hmm.
0: why did you become a naturopath and give us a little bit of background on your philosophy
1: yeah what led me into it actually is because of my own personal issues I had quite very severe um, polycystic ovarian syndrome growing up where I had no periods at all And if I were to have one, I would bleed for quite a, you know, like two weeks or three weeks on end. And so it was really bad. Um, I grew up in Africa, you know, so back in the days growing up, um, there was no knowledge or anything known about polycystic ovarian syndrome. It was only when I moved over here to Mm -hmm. the UK, I went to... The doctors just to sort of find out what exactly is wrong with me. Why can't I just have like normal periods, right? Mm-hmm. And then that was when um, they diagnosed me with polycystic ovarian syndrome. I had no idea what it was in 2008. So I would just go online. Then I researched. There was not a lot of information on there. Right. Really and um at the time really all i was offered was oh we're just going to put you on the pill to help regulate your cycle and this and that Mm -hmm. there was no sort of um advice given to me on how to actually help my body naturally from the doctors right so Mm -hmm. i the 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 pills and my periods will be all right, right? But you know, to the time that I wanted to get pregnant, I had to come up the pill. And my periods went back to how they were before, very bad, really. And I was like, no, I can't actually just carry on like this. So I was just going back and forth with doctors and at a point I just thought, you know what, I'm going to have to try to take this um like just, just become my own advocate really. And right. um, I had started to do some research and I came across a lady online and she was, she helped women who had polycystic ovarian syndrome to use food and uh, lifestyle changes to just feel better. I did her program and I started to feel better. I was like, oh, wow, this awesome. is amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. Um And then my periods were coming, but not as regular, right? And then I wanted to know more. I was going through, um, you know, I was just on Google one day researching, and I came across this college that I could study to become a nutritionist, but I would start with doing anatomy and physiology. I got so interested, Mm -hmm. and I said, I'm going to go and find out from this college if they're actually going to accept me. And I booked an appointment with them. I went in, spoke to the lady, and she said to me, "Oh wow, we can take you. You can start, <laughs> right?" Excellent. Yeah. So that was how <laughs> I started and started studying the first year anatomy of physiology. Oh my god, it was mind blowing. I learned <laughs> a lot, right? I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" So my body can actually heal itself naturally. Mm-hmm. I can actually. Mm-hmm. Heal I can actually use herbal medicine. I can actually take supplements to actually feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, that was when everything just changed for me. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, you had to become your own advocate. Yeah, I had to become my advocate, First my own advocate. And from mm-hmm. there, the result, I had to go deeper. Mm-hmm. I wanted to more. I wanted to know more. So anatomy and physiology was just not enough. Then I I progressed into doing naturopathy studies and principles and got graduated and then started doing herbal medicine. So it's been an amazing congratulations. Um, That's great. You.
0: And you did mention in there that you had you wanted to try to get pregnant. Yeah. Um, is, did you get pregnant or did you did you stop trying? What was that scenario? Well,
1: well, for me, when I did take, you know, after the my first year in anatomy and physiology, so I, in my college you could actually go and visit one of the clinics because they would they run um, nutrition clinic, herbal medicine clinic. So as a student, you just go for a fraction of the price you would normally pay if you mm-hmm. went to go to a practitioner outside. Sure. So I went to mm-hmm. the herbal medicine clinic, and they gave me wonderful herbs that actually helps me get pregnant for the first time in my life and that was what i i struggled with that for quite a long time you know so that helps me to get pregnant which are congratulations yes yeah and you did you had the baby well, I had a miscarriage. At, well, it was quite a late miscarriage, but I think that's, you know, um, I think that would be a topic for another time. Sure.
0: Absolutely. Uh, of course. I mean, I um, several of our guests have had multiple miscarriages and then went on to have go have a baby to full term. So yeah. absolutely. Yes. That's the episode. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, yeah for for this discussion um, but no but knowing that you can get pregnant is the first yeah. and foremost important positive thing right yeah. so that's something to celebrate for sure yeah. big time uh, yes yeah. um so you you definitely have the information and the um you know what's essential like what it takes mm-hmm. to get pregnant so how yeah. about you share with us you know what are the essential things that we need to do before getting pregnant
1: yeah, so for 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 women really before getting pregnant, it's first of all just making sure that basic things, right? Um, that's if you don't, there's no fertility issues or no period mm-hmm. problems. If everything is normal. Then it's just basically making sure that you're eating properly, like you're eating a balanced diet with all the nutrients in there. That thinking of looking at your mm-hmm. carbohydrates, the complex carbohydrates. You're looking at your protein, healthy fats, which are really good because they are the ones that really help the body to make all these wonderful hormones that our body Mm -hmm. ovulate and also to maintain a, a healthy pregnancy. And also these um, healthy fats, protein, the complex carbs, even the fiber, they are all great for kind of boosting up the immune system, which is also really good because if the immunity is kind of compromised, then that can also affect fertility, right? Mm-hmm. And also talking about the egg health as well. So just making sure that we eat healthy and just having all these wonderful nutrients can actually help. To um, you know, make the egg quality better because the, the older we get, the body, because of oxidative stress and all of these things, can actually start to affect the quality and the quantity mm-hmm. of the eggs that we produce. So those that at least that basic uh, good nutrition is really, really a very great foundation for any woman who wants to become pregnant and. Also, uh, sleep. Right? Some of us we just don't uh, really, um, you know, know enough how powerful sleep is mm-hmm. for you know helping the body to heal, helping the body to reset, and just helping the body to function properly and making us very well, uh, well and relaxed. Right? Um, when trying to conceive, so sleep is a very good thing as well. That any woman who is trying to conceive. Should make sure to have at least seven to eight hours of sleep every single night, Um mm. it would really be great as well. You know, making yeah, sure yes, yeah, well hydrated, drinking enough water. Mm. Um, you know, because it's just looking at plants. If they don't get enough water, they die. Right, that's the same thing that yeah, that's a good
0: analogy. Absolutely,
1: with ourselves, right. So we need to mm-hmm. feed our bodies a uh, water, the ad- adequate amount of water. Um, you know, to really help us thrive.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. What what are some of the reasons that you think might block a woman from getting pregnant? Of course, you've given us all the all the things that we need to do, but is there something that a woman perhaps a lifestyle or something that could be blocking her?
1: Yeah. Um, yes, there's quite a lot of different things that can block a woman from getting pregnant. One is you know like uh, tuber problems right a woman Mm -hmm. who has like maybe her fallopian tube is blocked one or both of them with one blocked fallopian tube a woman can still get pregnant but if both of them are blocked and this woman is having regular menstruation regular ovulation and still not getting pregnant it's something to actually go and look at because that could be the reason why that Mm -hmm. is not getting pregnant so that's one Another mm-hmm. is things like hormonal imbalances, like a typical example like myself, polycystic ovarian syndrome uh, is one of the conditions that can uh, stop a woman from getting pregnant because it impacts on the balance of the hormones. Most of these women do not actually menstruate and they don't ovulate. So it's going to be very challenging to get pregnant, right?
0: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So and I guess
0: they have to be diagnosed. They have to go and get diagnosed in order to know what's being, what's causing the blockage, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's very important. So if a woman, I mean, for a woman who has polycystic ovarian syndrome, you most women would actually know this before they start trying to get pregnant because they will already start to see the pattern, right? that, okay, they're not getting regular periods, or oh, their period is just like very scanty, they're probably spotting a lot, and mm-hmm. they they're ovulating. Then they would just go to the doctors and they run this test on them and find out, oh, you have polycystic ovarian syndrome? So most women would already know that they have this condition before they actually start trying. The only issue is that they are not well-equipped with the... Um, uh information they need to actually help their bodies to heal naturally Mm -hmm.
0: how long do you think it takes to 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 be able to get the body to you know reverse everything it's going through and then be actually able you know to to conceive that's it take six months six months like i mean sometimes you hear things about like starting new a new um vitamin or new pill or to do a a, a cleanse you know and you need to give it at least three months to see results or at least six months you know Uh, is there from your research what you've studied has anything any data points that say you know you need to have at least the minimum of six months devoted to whatever
1: Yeah, you know, with with natural uh, therapies or with natural, if you want to heal the body naturally, it's something, it's not an overnight fix, right? And the thing is, some of us, we've had these issues for like, for years, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And and now we want to get pregnant. It's not an issue, a problem that someone has had for like 10 years. You're not just going to fix that overnight, right? (laughs) Always giving yourself at least a minimum of three months, right? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. um, non-stop. And even that sounds really short when
0: you exactly,
1: think about it. Exactly, yeah. So that's just a minimum because I have yeah. a seen scene uh, with wom- women. I have a lady now that came to see me in clinic she has polycystic ovarian syndrome, has, has always struggled with her periods. And she was, mm-hmm. I just gave her some herbs, right? And she was just taking that herb for like three months and she got pregnant, right? So Excellent. it didn't take her that long. And there's mm-hmm. many of them like that. But mm-hmm. then she's already eaten very good, right?
0: And the
1: mm-hmm. other aspect is okay. But a woman who is like not eating a very good healthy diet oh, yeah, good point mm-hmm. not taking any supplements or anything else would actually find that it's taking them longer to get the results compared to someone mm-hmm. who is already at least doing something for to help themselves before actually um adding in other things like the hair yeah you know those sort of things <laughs> so, it really depends uh from case to case but sure. I a minimum of three yeah.
0: let me ask you i got to ask because i'm a coffee lover and i did mm-hmm. reduce the amount of coffee mm-hmm. that i was having in my pregnancy when i had my daughter yeah. um i couldn't give it i could not give it up completely but i was having mm-hmm. coffee uh, it was a treat once or twice a week now yeah. let me ask you what do you think about
1: coffee yeah that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) I know coffee you know the the truth of the matter is you know I've looked online at all the research databases right and there's I haven't actually come across a research that says that coffee is bad um, or that coffee would stop a lady from getting pregnant now Mm -hmm thing is we need to look at how much are you drinking right Mm -hmm. because coffee has got caffeine in it which is addictive and that's what makes it a drug right so if a lady if you are drinking about five six cups of coffee a day right i would say that is on the high side all right and that can have an impact on anything else not even only fertility right Mm
0: -hmm. mm-hmm
1: you know, it can elevate your, you know, the, the, your heart rate and it yeah. can blood pressure, you know, mm-hmm. even though it, people find that it gives them a lot of energy and things like that, you know, so it's all about watching the amount that you're drinking. If someone just drinks only a cup of coffee a day, I don't think that's going to cause too much of a problem to them, mm-hmm. right? So it's just kind of reducing the amount that... Um, sure anyone's drinking really yeah 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 that's good I, well, I had... don't drink it at all
0: oh it's <laughs> yeah. going
1: to harm your fertility because some women uh-huh. drink coffee all the time and they get pregnant yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that's true I mean um so for um, I was drinking coffee before I was pregnant and then even during the pregnancy right mm. and so I actually capped it what I did was I said um I could have I would allow myself one cup a day like uh-huh. one one mug, I guess everybody's cup is like I mean you could measure you know yeah. what one cup is, but like my mug was probably like a 12 ounce a 12 ounce mug uh-huh. right uh-huh. and and I had read I think is I don't know what the conversion is was like 200 milli- 200 milligrams per day is what the science says is okay every day like limited to that. So uh-huh. Uh-huh. I followed that instruction. Um, uh-huh. but again, I wasn't doing it every day. I, I decided, uh-huh. That I would do it once or twice a week, but mm-hmm. since I had seen I could do that once a day, I was very comfortable with like mm-hmm. twice yeah. twice a week.
1: Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean that that and my baby is healthy. <laughs> she came out, she came out
0: healthy. There was no problem, yeah. and it was a smooth pregnancy. So thanks God.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah you know, coffee, coffee on its own has got its advantages, right? It's got mm-hmm. quite amount of antioxidants in it. If you mm-hmm. At drinking the proper, you know, good quality coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so it's got its own benefits, but it's just like keeping it to a minimum of at least a cup of coffee a day.
0: Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's mm-hmm. good. I hope this helps someone today. In part two, we'll cover how you can treat the body post pregnancy at this advanced maternal age. And to connect with Vivian, you can visit her website at fertileme.uk. And you can follow her on Instagram at fertile.expert. And follow this podcast at First Time Moms Beyond 35. If this segment touched you in any way, please go ahead and share it with a friend and leave a review for us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Let's inspire more people. Motherhood after 35. We got this.